Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Dead Frog Lily podcast. Today's film is the 2020 horror Sputnik. Uh, you're joined by your host Aaron Webster and... Adam Harcourt. And yeah, let's get into it. So, <laughs> Adam, what did you think? Um, I really liked it. I wasn't. I had no preconceived notions of this because um, you just said you just said like, oh, let's watch Sputnik. I was like, okay, whatever that is. Uh, <laughs> and then I just found it on Amazon Prime, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's where you can find it. Amazon Prime. It's not with the membership, but you can buy it on there to rent. Yeah, you can rent it. I think it was uh, four ninety nine. It cost me, I believe. Yeah, but overall, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, the way I found this film is that I was on just Twitter and I followed uh, quite a few horror people for a backstory. Uh, and this poster came up just Sputnik and it's this little cosmonaut and this weird creature and a shadow behind him. <laughs> and that was enough to sell me on it once they said it had good, uh, got good reviews. So I watched the trailer and straight away I was sold because <laughs> it's a Russian alien life like hybrid yeah. movie. And I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, on... Uh, letterboxed follows on letterboxed by the way um <laughs> i i wrote life in brackets 2017 on earth because that's almost yeah. exactly what it is uh not to it's not really a spoiler because it's like instantly shown but um there's these two cosmonauts in their little pod thing uh that's the scientific term pod thing yep uh and you just yep. see a glimpse of like some sort of arm or appendage from some sort of alien that's white and it looks exactly like the one from life it doesn't later on but just that little bit of it and i was like oh this is going to be sort of similar but different in a good way yeah so as i said like the film starts with these two cosmonauts and the little pod thing um <laughs> something happens uh, which causes them to not crash land but land but one of the cosmonauts is injured or dead you're not entirely sure at first and he's been held by his uh, the other cosmonaut uh, called Constantine, I believe his name is. Um, yeah, then it really goes from there. This a doctor called uh, Tatiana. She gets pulled in, and she's brought in to inspect what's going on with this cosmonaut because he's got some memory issues since the crash. Um, it's just so good. Like it's revealed that the reason, minor spoilers, I guess, uh, the reason he has the memory issues is because there's an alien host living inside him. Mm that secretes a toxin that makes him like pass out isn't it and doesn't harm him so it can leave his body for up to two hours every night to feed and roam around yeah and it's the weirdest thing it's like if it's like if the alien in alien had like a door to keep going in and out of the host like <laughs> they describe it as like this parasite slash alien thing they it uses this character as a human spacesuit so it's yeah. like it sleeps inside him and it's gaining this power from him. But when he when it leaves him, uh, it's he's just sort of like this empty shell while it goes out and does whatever it wants. Yeah, it's really they've got like a connection, haven't they? It's almost it's borderline like Venom esque mm. as well because it's it's a borderline like a symbiote style thing where they both react to what happens to the other one. So apparently, Russian cosmonauts are taught to have like a personal item with them up in space, and it's like this Russian doll ball that jingles and yeah. <laughs> when the alien sees it it hugs itself around it and absolutely loves it and obviously it's because the emotional connection with Constantine mm. and it, it was one of the coolest weirdest little things I've seen where it's like you actually see what the symbiote is like on both ends rather than just obviously in Venom it sticks to his face and now he's got a big tongue <laughs> like, yeah. it's a lot more um, it feels sophisticated than Venom 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it just, it, you do see both sides of it, and there's this big, uh, I've written down a quote here that says, like, is it a parasite or a symbiote? And they have to see whether it's something that's draining him or if it's like a thing that's aiding both of them in weird, strange ways. And it is something that it goes on to be like, one can't survive without the other. Yeah, like uh, Constantine gets um, faster recovery from his crash and everything. Can do more pull-ups and stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. His senses are a bit numbed as well, I think. So he picks up like, a really hot cup of tea and doesn't even notice and is just happily mm. swigging it. Um, but obviously we should really talk about the fact that it is a Russian space woman. It is set in the 60s, so it's like heavy communism vibes and the idea of secret police and the colonel having to do what he's doing in secret at the base. Mm. Be prepared Which... to read a lot of fast subtitles. Because they fast, speak yeah. fast, and the subtitles go past, past like, vum, vum, vum. <laughs> yeah. And which is a bit of a shame. Like, I wish I spoke fluent Russian, because the cinematography in this one is really nice. Like, it looks great. Mm. I thought it was going to be... Because you do get a lot of horror recommendations where they are lower budgets, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I did go and expect in low-tier, yeah. budget, space Russian horror, and it wasn't... It's actually really well shot. The character design for the mm. alien is so good. I think um, a lot of the budget went into that because as yeah. far as I know, I'm just looking now, these actors haven't done anything else massive. Uh, I don't know if they're Russian superstars, but they've been in bits here and there. Uh, but most of the most of the budget has definitely gone into the creature design, special effects, all the really visceral gore that happens all the way through it. Yeah, I think and it is visceral as well. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> People getting like their heads cracked open and blood everywhere crazy so like Tatiana the doctor has to work out what's going on and Yan the doctor was there before her he tries to help her see more of what it eats because she notices it doesn't like part of the security tapes don't match Mm. Um, and minor again minor spoiler but it's the only way to really talk about the secretive aspect of the film isn't it without going into it yeah Um, it turns out the alien feeds off of the endorphins that are released when you're scared so they're feeding it live humans who are looking at it, getting scared before it, as Adam said, like chomps their head open, yeah. eats part <laughs> of their brain. Like, it is brutal. These guys are just brought in and chomped on. It's interesting because that's exactly what Pennywise does. Like, he's not interested in children that aren't scared. It's like the chemical yeah. that makes them scared that both of these strange aliens are attracted to. So that's. An interesting thing that they've like not stolen but adapted into this sort of parasite film. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, this feels like it takes aspects of like alien life, Venom, mm-hmm. and Pennywise with a fear aspect, but makes it it's still its own unique little bundle mm. of a thing. Like it definitely stands on its own shoulders without any of those. Yeah. Obviously you can't help but make the alien comparisons. Yeah, when you're gonna have like an alien spaceship thing horror in space, uh, it's always going to be compared yeah. to Alien and The Thing and all sorts of stuff like that. But... Yeah, but even the... Um, I find myself doing it, you know, the medical bay where, mm-hmm. like, Constantine's held. That, to me, before he goes into this nice little apartment room, um, it looks like something that you'd see in Alien where mm. it's like, oh, no, they're by themselves, it's dead, cold and medical, and it's like, okay, it's going to be another Alien ripoff, and it really wasn't. It's definitely <laughs> worth, like, a watch by itself. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <clears throat> what do you think, like, of the ending? to go into it because that's one bit where I struggled um yeah it felt a bit it felt slightly rush I think yeah like um for the it's a quite slow build for some of it some of it is very fast and like bloody but other parts of it are very slow build and then the ending we won't say exactly what happens but it's just sort of like 
oh that happened very fast and like that sort of resolved very quickly <laughs> yeah like there's a lot of build-up and i really like the build-up because maybe you want to keep guessing more of what's going to happen yeah and it feels like it plateaus near the end and nothing really changes so there's like this rushed you know ending sequence or whatever mm-hmm. and it doesn't fit right i wanted a bit more or yeah i wanted a bit more from it they could have done more in some way i'm not entirely sure how they would have done it because i'm not sure if it's just like a western thing where we want big climactic ends or if it's yeah i feel like it was just a bit dull i was sort of expecting something at the end where it's like oh the aliens coming back and it's like it's like crawl or you know like at the end of any film like at the end of x-men where you see magneto move the chess piece a little bit something something like that is very western where you see something at the end to continue the story but there wasn't any of that yeah, this is like a weird one, because it's like... It's only a sci-fi horror, but it's got like a very emotional core in it. Because it has uh, mm. these flashbacks where there's this um, child in a wheelchair in an orphanage, and he keeps going back and forth and showing what they're capable of doing. Mm. And I thought it was like really good segments once, you know, everything's revealed, I won't spoil what. Yeah. But that was like a really good like sub like storyline, which I felt could have done with a bit more as well. Or at least... Mm found out a bit sooner because it yeah. felt a bit tacked on with the final reveal yeah for a, for a sci-fi horror it is very emotionally driven so those scenes with like certain characters who are tied to each other and relationships that's really important it's not just about alien kill man lol <laughs> no yeah it's a lot different yeah but it also shows you like the real darker side of like science and stuff like uh, Tatiana's character she we first see her in court after she's being like reprimanded for trying to drown a child <laughs> like a yeah. like a 12 to i think it's either 12 or 17 i can't actually remember uh a, for drowning a child to help with like neurosis or, <laughs> or his neurological issues it's like that's not ethical <laughs> <laughs> the whole the whole secret agency like there's this whole secrecy that is in the entire film like you're with uh tatiana for the most of the film uh and you just feel constantly like you've been watched and even though you're told by the colonel that you know everything now and we're on an p- even playing field and you know as much as I do, it's never the case. Like, there's always something yeah. that they're keeping from her. And because you're the protagonist, like, you're following the protagonist, you feel that way too. You're like, oh, I don't know the whole story here. Something else has happened. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure if I felt bad for Constantine in the middle of this or not. Mm. Because he's such, like, an odd character because you think this is a minor reveal I'm not, I don't mind spoiling is that he already knows it's inside of him doesn't he yeah yeah like that's the reveal he already knows he's got it in there because everyone thinks he doesn't remember and all this but he actually does know and there's a little character point where he's not sure whether he wants to stay alive and have it murder people <laughs> or to give in and try and stop it it's a really odd one because I didn't expect him to know I thought it was going to be like Tatiana has to rescue him yeah. kind of vibe where it's like she saves the day you know kind of thing not oh yeah I know it's inside me I'm kind of chill with it <laughs> yeah because she risks a lot to tell Constantine that it's inside him because the doctors are like trying to keep it from him um, yeah. but then when she does risk a lot he's just sort of like yeah I know <laughs> yeah cause it is like proper communist like secret police where it's like if they find out you're knowing too much or going against them you'll just disappear mm the whole like um, it's set on this sort of military base somewhere in Russia. I think it's I think it's Kazakhstan. It was right. um, Soviet-controlled Kazakhstan. 
Okay, and then, uh, but it's just really eerie. There's this mist that's always everywhere. There's this bit where she goes outside for, like, a jog at night, which is already not a good idea. Uh, yeah. But she runs into this group of, like, uh, Russian people, or... Is it, no, is it the people yeah, that are prisoners? Yeah, so the people who get their head chomped on are actually inmates who they bring in, but to do, like, work around the place as well. And, yeah, she runs into a group of them. Yeah, and one of them just, like, grabs her arm and won't let go until, like, one of the other guys pulls him off, and it's just like, yee, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Like, that bit reminded me of, like, Alien 3, you know, with, the, obviously, the prison mm-hmm. idea. Like, again, there was definitely, like, callbacks to a lot of different sci-fi films. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you can definitely Excuse see me. its um, influence. Yeah, it's a, a very big influence throughout, mm. I think. But it, I really enjoyed it. Like, it wasn't what I was expecting, but it wasn't a disappointment either. Yeah, I had no expectations. I hadn't seen a... Well, I saw the poster when I clicked on it, uh, but I haven't seen a trailer or anything, and I was, like, surprised by how, like, conscientious it is for, like, a sci-fi horror. Yeah. It's, like, really thoughtful, and it takes a good perspective on things. I really enjoyed it. See, when I saw the poster, I thought it was going to be some cheesy alien from space kind of film, because <laughs> obviously the, the character design looks a bit like an alien gremlin, doesn't it? I think. Yeah, I've written down it looks like a, a humanoid spider bat slug. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, humanoid bat it, spider slug. It's got like slug, eight yeah. eyes or however many and they're positioned like a spider. Then it's got like sort of almost like a cobra. It's got these like flaps at the side of its head. And then it's got all this secretion stuff that's coming off its back like a slug. And it's just it's sort of a mix of all these disgusting sort of <laughs> sort of amalgamation yeah, definitely animals. Not- nice but i think it looks so cool it's definitely original but i still get yeah. vibes because of the whole like white look and the the tail's like a bit of sluggy isn't mm. it like snake sluggish that whole vibe feels the same yeah yeah but it's just i think it's just so cool mm. especially since i didn't hear anything about this bar or poster and i gave it a chance off of that <laughs> yeah it's nice when you see stuff like this crop up because it's yeah just a bit but, random isn't it <laughs> i actually have a bit of a fact myself for this oh one. apparently I don't, I don't want to be uh, checked on this in case I heard the fact wrong. Sputnik <laughs> the actually spurious means like... spurious fact, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Take it as you will. But apparently Sputnik means like comrade or companion Yeah. in Russian. So it's the idea of like even the title tells you that they're one in the same, which I think was like really cool. Mm, I googled it after I'd seen it and it said it was companion. So that's yeah. It's an interesting idea, isn't it? Because Sputnik is also the name of that satellite, isn't it? Yeah. You see, that's what I thought it was going to be more linked with. Yeah if I'm honest like obviously I know like barely anything about Russian history apart from <laughs> the obvious bits so I was like oh okay it's gonna be about the satellite aliens okay cool mm. but, but no yeah it was really good the colonel is like a mean mean man mm, he really is that guy just does not care <laughs> which is weird because he sort of seems like he's not nice but he's quite accommodating to Tatiana like he's quite He's like, oh, we've got room for you, and he's always checking if she's all right and if she's eating and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, like I was like, oh, this is just a nice guy. He's working for the like the Russian government. But he's not that bad. Mm. And then it's like, oh no, yeah, he is, he is that bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it turns out he's just not nice. <laughs> yeah, not not at all. <laughs> uh, so what what would you want to see from like this if they decided to do another one? Because I feel like it is open for it, considering. Mm, I would like to see. Uh, hmm, that's a good question. 
maybe some sort of development with the actual alien itself so maybe uh maybe i know it, it evolves in this a little bit like at the start it yeah. can't hear and then she uh she sings a song that the host knows and it responds to that because it's adapted to yeah. here uh so it'd be interesting to see it evolve even further and like maybe turn into some sort of like if it does escape, because um, if it was to like escape in a sequel, you could see it like going through a town or something. Or you don't really yeah. see how um, what's his name Constantine with the with the like monster. You don't see it in public. You don't see it in like a town or a city. So it could be interesting to see how it adapts to there. Because at the minute it's just in a military base, which is which is good for this. But it'd be cool to expand like how it reacts to different situations. Yeah, definitely. I think with um, a host as well that isn't as good a character, like morally wise, as Constantine. Mm. As well, also see someone who likes the fact that this is making them better and seeing what they can do with it. Obviously, not going. I don't want to, like fall over the top. Yeah, destroying cities and towns. But I just <laughs> want to see if like I want to see if an asshole gets this uh, symbiote. What happens, kind of thing. Mm. That's just reminded me. An element I do really like is uh, it's not invincible. It's like some some films like this have a tendency to be like right this thing is unkillable you could fire like a full clip of bullets at it and it won't yeah. it'll just shrug it off it's not like that it's like it will get hit by a bullet it will be injured you know yeah so it's i mean even in um life isn't it the little alien and that is like strong as anything mm. like it crushes a man's hand through the glove and it's like this like a couple inches tall yeah it's like okay but this one is like no it's fleshy you, you <laughs> almost will... feel slightly sorry for it when it is shot because it's like yeah, like, that's a dude in there, sort of, uh, and you, it's getting hurt, and it's like it—it it gives it a level of humanity that you don't see with something like Alien. <laughs> no, yeah, especially something that looks like so clearly Alien as well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a very complex film for Russian space aliens. Oh yeah, know? for sure, for sure. So that leads up to like, what would you give it out of five? Um, three and a half, I think, is a good a good place I left it because. Um, I think it could have done a lot more with the concept and the ending could have been better but as a whole I really do like where it went with it the whole tone, the eerie vibes throughout and I think the performances were pretty good as well so like three and a half is a pretty good place to leave it I think for me yeah I'm in agreement if anything I'll push to like 3.7 you know what I mean, that little, <laughs> Very specific. That little push because it was just, yeah because it was just the cinematography aspects and how nice it looks mm -hmm. like I think it was one of the first scenes when you see him on the ground with his cosmonaut mm. in his arms and you've got the red like flares going off. It looks so good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, it really stuck out. So yeah, three, I'm going 3.7, mm. just to one-up you. Yeah, <laughs> just to done. push it over a little bit. <laughs> but no, yeah, I think it's a good place to wrap it up. Mm. Yeah, so if you're wanting to see this, uh, it is on Amazon Prime, like we said, but I wouldn't be surprised if somehow Shudder scoops it up. Uh, puts it yeah. on there because it is very shuddery. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's a fine yeah. one that should be on Shudder. I actually originally thought it would be on there and mm. I was shocked when I found out it was on Amazon instead. <laughs> but yeah, mm. perfect. Thank you for listening or watching. Um, tune in again next time. Bye. Bye. Check out Dead Frog Productions on all social media and check out our website at deadfrogproductions.weebly.com. And also check out our Dead Frog Productions YouTube channel where you can find all of our horror short films. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>